Hey guys, and welcome back to my morning show where uh, dreams come true and you don't ever have to grow up. I am your host, Juan Gonzalez, and today is, uh, what's today? Saturday, November 10th, 2018. It is Heroes Day of Indonesia. But here in America, we are going to make a new holiday right here. It's Luan Day, after the uh, best TV show ever created, King of the Hill. This is uh, Brittany Murphy's birthday. She passed away back in 09 and ended our great television program. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's Luann Day today. Let's jump into some birthdays. We got, uh, yeah, I've got a nice, good Kratom buzz today, so it should be a good show. I haven't had a good buzz like this in a while. But we've got uh, Roy Sheeter. Turning 76 today. I probably fucked that dude's name up. This one I won't fuck up. He was uh, he was Chief Brody in Jaws and Jaws 2. So I haven't seen Jaws in a while. I think I've only seen Jaws 2 once. And then the third one, it was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? <clears throat> but yeah, he's, he's only 76. I would have thought he was older than that. Sinbad, a.k.a. David Atkins is 62 today, so uh, we're going to be watching a movie with him in it here pretty soon, Jingle All The Way, he's the disgruntled mailman, it's one of my favorites, and have like 30 days of Christmas movies here pretty soon, uh, and then he had that Mandela effect we talked about, where uh, he was uh, part of that genie show that everybody saw, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I looked through the movies when I saw that to see, because there was supposed to be a TV show that he did, and it shows you all, I mean, it's probably not all the shit they do, but I couldn't find that genie show on the Wikipedia, so. I don't know, I didn't pay it any more mind, but uh, let's go here. We got Ellen Pompeo, so she's 49 today, and if you watch Grey's Anatomy, well, she is the star character, Meredith Grey, 49 today. We just had, uh, shit, what was the dude's name? He was the doctor that, uh, had the children with the lesbians. Um, I think it's Mark. Mark Sloan. His birthday was yesterday, so. That's kind of crazy. Uh, next we got Walton Googins. Goggins. (laughs) He's turning 47 today. He was in the Crow Salvation Predators, the new Tomb Raider, and Ant-Man and Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So this year, last year, was a pretty big year for him. And then, like we said earlier, it's Brittany Murphy's birthday today. Uh, She would have been 30, or she died at 32 on December 20th, 2009. So damn, she died like right around her birthday, just like less than a month. No, I guess it would have been a little over a month. A month and ten days um, after her birthday. So she would have been 41 today. Uh, She was in Happy Feet, Sin City, 8 Mile. Been in a ton of shit, so. Uh, Let's jump into some history of today. We got some pretty exciting stuff happening here today. Okay, so the English Army beheaded 600 people in 1580, and this was after the three-day siege. And then in uh, 1775, 
Sam Nicholas founded the Marine Corps in the Tun Tavern in Philadelphia. So any of you Marine people out there, there you go. You probably already knew that history. 1940, the, I'm going to fuck this up, Vrancis earthquake in Romania. Um, it killed around 1,000 people and injured approximately 4,000 people. So that was in 1940. Like, shit, man, we, we the media is portraying all this uh, natural disaster shit as like a new thing, you know? And I, I mean, I believe in climate change. I definitely do, but fuck, there's been... Every day I do this show, every day, you know, within the past 100 or 200 years, there's been some huge natural disaster that killed fucking hundreds to thousands of people. So maybe it's not a new thing. Uh, 1975, the SS Edmund Fitzgerald, a 79-foot freighter ship, sunk during a storm in Lake Superior, killing 29 on board. I checked that out, man. I had, I worked with this dude that was from Detroit, and I got a f- close friend that's from Detroit. And they said that they would surf in those Great Lakes. <clears throat> and I checked it out, man. They they actually surf. I mean, there are actual waves in that fucking lake. Like, like three, four foot curling waves. It's crazy. I, I never would have assumed. I had always had the impression, I don't know where the fuck I got it, but I thought it was like the salt lake. I thought like fish didn't live in it and it was just this big like salt lake that, you know, they used to export cars and shit across back in the day. But yeah, I mean, they had a whole bunch of fishing videos and they're like surfing there. I mean, that seems like a pretty cool place, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to move up there one day. That'd be cool to surf in an actual lake. I was checking out Edinburgh where I'm moving and uh, this one guy, there's a lake like 20 minutes away from where we're going to live and he caught a six foot alligator gar, dude. That shit was crazy. Well, it said six foot in the video. I'm thinking more like like four and a half to five feet unless those dudes were seven feet tall, which I'm not thinking they were, but... That thing is crazy looking, dude. There's all sorts of... I mean, when I was looking it up, they said there's supposed to be alligators there. Um, I don't remember. It's that pig that starts with a J. It's a javelin or javelines. They're out there. They got white-tailed deer, bobcats, a whole bunch of snakes and lizards and frogs. And it's really weird because I've lived here in Utah and... uh, you know, this is essentially just a big desert. I mean, it's a little bit more prairie-ish mixed with desert. It's all been bulldozed for farming over the years. But back home, it was like the same type of area. And we had all sorts of lizards and frogs. Like, you'd go into the neighborhoods, like track home neighborhoods, and frogs and toads and shit would live in, like, your water meter box or your irrigation valve box and, like, I mean, you'd be able to go in a neighborhood and find lizards and frogs and shit. I found, uh, what have I found? Like three, 
I think I've, no, four snakes since I've lived here. I've lived here for four years, and I found all four of those snakes in the apartment complex. Um, just little, I don't know, they don't look poisonous or anything. But I have never one time, one time in four years, and we walk through, I mean, we've got videos of me and my son walking through, the whole canal for miles and miles and miles, taking pictures and 360 video and shit, but, <clears throat> um, I have never one time seen a frog or a lizard, it's crazy, I, it's just like, they don't have as much wildlife here in Utah, so, man, I've rambled off on that for quite a while, yeah, we're gonna be going back to Texas, and I'm hoping there's lots of cool animals to take pictures of, and, you know, my son's really into that uh, coyote. If you have uh, kids on YouTube, there's this guy, Coyote. And uh, he does like an animal Steve Irwin type show, except it's way better. It's a really cool show, so check him out. Um, what do we got here? 1983, Bill Gates introduced Windows 1.0. So 1983, the first Windows. I wonder what Windows 1.0 looked like. I don't know. We didn't get computers until I was like a teenager. So, um, 1989, the Germans began to tear down the Berlin Wall, <clears throat> and that does it for the uh, news, history news of today. Let's jump into some. Today in the news here, we got wildfires in California. So right now, there are three major wildfires in California. The first one's the Hill Fire. This one spread quickly on Thursday afternoon. Um, it went to over 6,000 acres, and then by Friday, they got it contained to 4,500 acres. But yeah, I mean, there's, I looked, man, and there are 14 thousand including the uh, prisoner inmates which is only two thousand there are fourteen thousand firemen fourteen thousand and then you got to think if I don't know if you've ever seen been close to one of these fires but they they hire all these contractors to go out there on dozers and just clear areas and it's like I don't know man I mean, you need firemen, but you're paying these people like double double overtime and shit. And realistically, you got 12,000 people out there. They're not spraying. They're not doing anything. They're just collecting money. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, 12,000 people. Think about how many people 12,000 people is. Like, you could tear down a shovel or tear down a mountain with shovels with 12,000 people, dude. That's, that's a crazy number of people, especially people with all the equipment and shit they have. I don't know. Uh, that's enough talking shit about firemen here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this, this fire, the Hill Fire, is close to where that Thousand Oaks shooting was. I know we didn't go over that, but I'm sure you guys heard about the 12 people that died from the crazy Marine guy who was bored and went in and started shooting people in a bar. Um, let's jump into another fire here. We got the Woosley fire, the Woosley fire, which, uh, by Friday morning was burning across the 101 threatening Malibu. So it has now grown to 35,000 acres 
There were 75,000 homes evacuated in L.A. County and Ventura County. And then uh, 12,000 people from Malibu were evacuated yesterday. So, And Malibu still falls into L.A. County, I think. I might be wrong, but it is... When I would go to the beach, Malibu Beach was pretty close to my house. Venice was the closest, Venice, Santa Monica. But Malibu was pretty close to that. And they had beautiful beaches in Malibu. Um, They had a couple free parking spots, you know, free parking areas. The beaches in Malibu are just super nice. Nice sand, you know, it's not a lot of rocks and shit. But yeah, they evacuated 12,000 people from Malibu, and then we got the campfire in Northern California, this seems like the big badass, um, this has burned 90,000 acres, they had to evacuate 52,000 people from Butte County, and, uh, so far it's burned 6,700 buildings, think about that, in Paradise, California, kind of ironic, um, yeah, they were, they were saying it's only like 10 to 20% of the buildings in the entire fucking town that are still habitable. Like, it burnt down 6,700 buildings, dude. That is crazy. Crazy. I don't know. They, I mean, they've <clears throat> talked about the shit jumping into LA and, um, you know, one day this huge fire comes and burns out all of LA. I don't know if that would ever happen. I mean, you've got... There's not a lot that can actually burn in the city. You know what I'm saying? You got houses and shit, but spreading... I, I don't... I think firemen could get that shit under control. You know, if the outer houses started to burn down, I think they could just wet the other houses and that shit wouldn't start up. I don't know. With 12,000 people, you'd think they could. There's fire hydrants on every block, like... I don't know. Maybe they couldn't. I don't think LA's ever a threat, though. Um, what do we got? We got 35 people have been reported missing in the campfire, and 9 people that are confirmed dead. So, yeah, that's pretty sad circumstances. You know, the firemen are there trying to help, at least. You know, you got, you got all those prison fire camps too, they're making a dollar an hour out there, doing shit, I think, you know, when, once it gets that big, though, I think realistically all they're doing is clearing brush and wetting shit so the fire can't spread anymore, I mean, obviously that's a huge-ass fire and you can't just go up there and start fucking putting it out, but, especially in the northern California one, because then you're actually burning trees. I They had this fire right in Palmdale on the mountain. And you could see it. Um, and they were, you know, clearing all the brush and shit. But that was the thing about that fire. Is they let it burn an ass ton of space. And that's all that's out there is brush. It's just golden grass. Like weeds. And, you know, so I mean, once it burns through. It just leaves this huge black thing, and then there's, like, a wall of fire, it's not like there's the whole fucking mountains just burning uncontrollably for days, I mean, that shit burns up within seconds, and then it's just a smoldering ash, 
And, you know, I watched thousands of firemen just, like, sitting. Um, I was mowing a lawn up there, and they were just sitting there watching it burn. Like, literally, the entire mountain was surrounded by firemen, and they weren't doing anything. There were, like, three or four people uh, on dozers clearing clearing the area, but the rest of the firemen were just sitting there talking to each other, dude, like, I swear to God, and then, you know, that whole week, or month, actually, they stood right by the mall with their boots out, asking for donations, and it's like, I, I don't know, man, you know, you know how much money they make, like, I think starting in LA County as a fireman, it's like $80,000 a year, we, uh, California alone, I mean, their CEO, or their chief of the firemen, and all, th- there's so much money just being thrown, and it's gotten out of hand, dude, it's like, it's gotten out of hand in that situation, firemen, I don't have a problem with firemen, we definitely need firemen, but there are these loopholes in effect that nobody really talks about. I mean, it's the you'll talk about fucking welfare recipients and illegal immigrants and like head corporate level corruption, but there is a lot of low level corruption in the fucking especially LA County, especially LA County. I mean, you guys heard all that Bell LA where the mayor was paying himself seven hundred thousand dollars and the head of police was paying himself $400,000 a year, and these towns were, like, a population of, like, 5,000, like, all sorts of shit where these people are paying themselves ridiculous amounts of money. The, The school district where I lived, there were 12 superintendents on the school board that were making well over $100,000 a year. And it's like, you have a principal, dude. Like, a principal at every school. Every school would have one main principal, and then there would be several assistant principals. Like, do you really need 12 people running that shit? No, you don't. They're just, like, fucking stealing tax dollars. Um... Okay, I'm going to jump into one more thing about these fires. Like I said, they had that fire in Palmdale... And uh, it threw a ton of ash down on our town. And I was mowing during this time. I had my lawn care company. And it gave the entire town a fungus. I'm not shitting you. Like, the entire fucking town had this fire blight fungus that was just, like, killing grass quick. So I ended up doing, you know, I charged all my residents, got the fungicide, put it on there, and got my residents' lawns looking good, and then I had to buy my own fungicide to, you know, put around the edges as the neighbors wouldn't fucking, wouldn't take care of their fungus, it would try to spread back in, and the problem with that is, is if, if you walk through the fungus and then walk into a grass, it'll spread, if a cat does it, a bunny, whatever, you know, they're gonna spread that fungus, it spreads that easy. But I had one resident who I tried, like, for a month, I couldn't get the fungus to go away, right? So I'm putting the fungicide down, and then I was like, well, maybe it's an insect. So I got this liquid insect spray, and I uh, sprayed it, and it was still not dying. And then I put more fungicide on, and finally, 
I looked it up and they told, I found out on YouTube, well I tried this, I cut a section of the grass out and they said to shake it on a piece of white paper and if it, you gotta let the white paper literally sit for like five minutes and then you'll see these little tiny dots moving around. So I had this little like mite in this lawn that was eating at all the roots and you could tell like we have grubs out in Utah here too that do the same thing. So if you've got bad spots in your grass, <clears throat> a good way to tell if if it's a fungus or if it's an insect, what I have found is fungus the area will still be wet. So even if it looks dry and dead, the grass will still be wet and the dirt's wet and everything still looks I mean, it's, it's wet, it's moist, you know, um, but if it's an insect and you definitely check this, like, you know, a little bit after the sprinklers have gone on, if the rest of the grass is dry and that area is dry, then you can't base it. If it's the middle of summer, 115 degrees and you know, the sprinklers haven't been on in six hours, but if it's dry what happens is these insects eat the roots so the water passes right through the soil and then it, it's just really dry even the grass blades with a fungus will be nice and fluffy but with an insect it just dies and kills the whole plant so that's a pretty easy way to determine whether your lawn has a fungus or an insect and uh, you gotta you gotta look and see what type of insects. The fungicide I've never had a problem with. I mean, they sell one Scotts brand fungicide that seems to kill everything, whether it's you know the ring ring fire or fire blight or any type of fungus. That shit seems to take care of it, and that's just cornmeal. So, <clears throat> but uh, the insects, man, like you gotta find out what type of insect you have. And you have to make sure that the poison you're putting down kills that type of insect. So watch that shit. I know you guys could probably give a flying fuck less about lawn funguses and insects. And I'm just rambling. But I'm having fun. So that's all that matters. Uh, let's jump into our next little bit of news here. <clears throat> so we're looking at the next depression. Uh, U.S. banks. Are we looking at the next depression? U.S. banks right now are preparing for a cyber attack from Iran. So this is coming after Donald Trump's uh, reinstatement of all these economic sanctions. And, you know, people are going to be pretty pissed off about it. But Iran hackers have already attacked America back in 2011 and 2013, where they denied service... Um, with denial of service attacks that um, interfered with internet, internet uh, financial services, and the the whole platform itself. So they they went after like your online banking shit, where you know you couldn't do anything online. They did it twice: once in 2011, once in 2013. Right now, Iranian hackers are the biggest threat two American banks right now. So North Korea is falling like right behind them. And North Korea, man, I watched a documentary on that. They they literally have 
like whole branches of people where that's all they do is try to figure out ways to infiltrate our system. It's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, they got the U.S. Cyber Command Department working alongside these banks to help prevent this shit from happening. And, you know, realistically, I could give a flying fuck less if banks get screwed, but if the banks get screwed, we get screwed. I mean, it's just that easy. It's a little push, and the whole system collapses. Then we go back into a recession or a depression or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of looking forward to the depression so I could buy a house because I live, I work at a low-income housing tax credit apartment complex. And I thought that job, you know, fuck, that's never going to be affected. And then maybe they know something. I don't know. They sold the company. And now I'm going to a mobile home park in the middle of bottom of the country. And, uh, yeah, hopefully that's sustainable through a recession. I, I don't know. I know I'm going to be taking that bike job with me and building bikes at Walmarts and all the department stores down there, but I know for a fact once the recession hits, that bike job is done, dude. Like, that shit's the first to go. That is out of there. You know, people aren't going to be buying bikes. So I don't know. I'm kind of worried about it now, too. Let's jump into a little bit more news today. We got more about the economy about to fail here. Uh, Chinese, the China's economy, the China's, China's economy isn't looking good. Um, it wasn't looking good before the tariffs affected them. And, uh, now they're about to be pushed off the edge. So China's economy has been growing like crazy since after the global debt crisis in 08. Like they just started booming. They were taken off when everyone else was going down, China started to go up, but now it's starting to slow down, so, uh, the Chinese yen has went down 9% to the dollar since January, so that's just since January, 11 months, went down 9%, for a long time there, that yen was like the top currency, um, and then they've got a real estate bubble that's about to pop, so they had housing, prices have doubled since the financial crisis, since 08, their housing has doubled over there, but now no one's buying, so they're dropping the prices down, sort of similar shit that happened to us in 08, and, uh, the Chinese government's turned to tax cuts and infrastructure spending just to hobble the economy along, um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's looking like the time when, I mean, this shit happens every 10 years. It happened in the 90s, there was a small bust, and then in the 80s, there was a bust, in the 70s, there was a bust. Like, the shit happens every 10 years, it's a cycle. But, uh, yeah, when this shit happens, you know, I mean, I jumped into handyman work last time, and I, I fucking made it through, and then I got into this management shit, and I had my business, and I, I made it through the recession, I was, I was doing anything I could, so I started my handyman business, but I knew a lot of people from the construction field where I lived, and me and my old foreman were doing work together, I mean, I was just a little young 20-year-old kid, and I was working with my foreman, 
and uh, we were just hustling, and then, you know, we would go do stucco for our old boss's brother, you know, we'd go to downtown LA, we stuccoed a fucking, uh, stuccoed a Buddhist temple, just for like the week work, you know, and then we would put in septic tanks for other people, and like, I mean, we were going everywhere, me and my buddy, James, he was my old foreman, we literally stood in front of Home Depot, like, when, uh, we tried to get work that way, <laughs> like, I, I shit you not, we didn't have any luck, we tried it for two straight days, and I think that people just thought we were a couple white guys standing out there talking, but we stood there and waited for work for two days, I mean, it got that bad, but we managed to get through, he's doing, you know, he's a foreman at a mining company now, but there is a lot of fucking opportunity is where I'm going with this. When that recession hits, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, you got to watch even that stock market, dude. I mean, if you see shit like a company like Ford, we're going to use Ford for this example, you know, when their stock was at like $20 a share, that shit dropped to $1.49 a share when all the other car companies were going under. <gasps> Oh, sorry. So in February of 09, it got to its lowest. It was at $1.49 a share. And then I knew people who bought into this shit and like sold it immediately when it got to $3 a share. But that shit went up to $13.62 a share in July of 2014. So five years later, if you would have just spent $100, you know, I mean $100 you can afford, if you can't afford it, go out and get side work somehow, get, get that hundred dollars, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if you would have bought in just a hundred dollars at the low and the high, which, I mean, you're not gonna catch at the most opportune moments, but, you know, I mean, you would have made eight hundred and fourteen dollars profit there, and it's not like you needed to cash in for the profit, I'm not saying go out and try to make a fucking, living doing stocks but what i am saying is if you had an extra hundred dollars laying around in february of 09 you just got a thousand dollars sitting off to the side i mean that's a good chunk to just like even if it was you know drop down low at half that that's still five hundred dollars it's not going away you know what i'm saying ford was never gonna go out of business that was never gonna happen like, some of these companies, I mean, there will be GM and all that shit and went out of business. But right when Ford got to its lowest, you knew they were in it for the long haul. You knew Ford wasn't going out of business. So, I mean, just watch that shit. I'm not any type of financial expert, but just watch that shit. Because if you see, like, if Apple took a dive... You know what I'm saying? Apple isn't going anywhere. If Amazon takes a dive, definitely buy that shit. If Amazon stocks drop to a quarter of what they're normally valued at, fucking buy that shit up, dude. Buy it up. Don't spend all your money, but, you know, get a couple extra bucks in there. That's my plan this time. I didn't do it last time. You know, when... Uh, Bitcoin first came out, this was during the recession, I was listening to NPR, and I thought this was like, oh man, that shit makes a lot of sense, um, 
I think I might buy into this shit. And I talked to my dad, I talked to my wife, I talked to other people, and everybody thought it was this stupid-ass idea, and I ended up not buying this shit. And if I would have bought it, like, this is all I'd be doing, was talking to you guys on the podcast. Like, $100 into Bitcoin back when I wanted to buy it? Like, I'd be fucking set, dude. That would be it. Like, <clears throat> so, and the same thing, like, before you could buy marijuana socks, like, at stores and shit, I was getting into the store vending, so, like, gas station shit where you'd put your display stands up and sell shit out of all the gas stations that would take you, you know what I'm saying, like, vending in that sense, and, uh, I saw these marijuana socks on Alibaba, and I was gonna buy them at 50 cents a pair, for these marijuana socks, and everybody told me there again, oh, nobody's gonna buy that, nobody, you know, and I shit you not, like, two, three years later, the skate shop, the local skate shop, was selling those socks for $20 a pair, all the other, like, big name brand stores were selling them, and the gas stations, the gas station by our house, I saw, they had them for $7 a pair, sitting in there, so it's like, watch that shit, dude, Alibaba, you know, it's not what it was 10 years ago, but, uh, yeah, I mean, always be looking, always, like, you know, all these, um, entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs and shit, you've got to weed through all the bullshit, but there is a little bit of truth to some of the shit they're saying, now, I'm not, I've never made it big, I've been trying this shit for 10 fucking years, and I've never made it anywhere, but I've made a little bits of extra cash here and there, so just, you know, watch that shit, um, shit, I, 30 minutes, 34 minutes already, okay guys, well, I gotta go fucking mow and get leaves up and all that shit, you guys can follow me on, uh, Twitter and Instagram at scotthay86, and then I've got a Facebook, it's under Scott Hay, I don't really know how Facebook works, and I don't, I'm not really using Facebook, so, I mean, you don't have to try to find me on that, you can if you want, but, I mean, I'm just going to be using that shit to sell stuff, and uh, try to promote my podcast, so, um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, follow me on Twitter or Instagram. And I will talk to you guys later. Be back at you tomorrow with another episode. Have a great day. And uh, do something fun today. Bye.